<laughs> yeah, so here we are, sitting at the table again. And before we get into it, we want to shout out the old Crypto Comics up here in Powell, Tennessee. The boys in Powell. The boys in Powell. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to read off the phone number. Um, Jansen's probably Jansen's getting memorized by now, right? Not exactly. I know it starts <laughs> with 865, but well, I haven't thought of anything past that. That's not that impressive. <laughs> no, it's not. Every number is 865 so, out of here. Anyways, if you're in the Knoxville area, go check out Crypto Comics because they got some pretty cool comics. Uh, 865-938-9528. Crypto Comics. Powell, Tennessee. I like it. Check them out. Um, and while you're there, pick up a the issue number one of Damage Control. It is a new group that Marvel is releasing. Um, it Looks has sick. Moon Knight. It has Nightcrawler. I'm going off of one viewing of the cover last week. Okay, there it is. All right, we got Moon Knight. We got Nightcrawler. We have She-Hulk and Ghost Rider. It's introducing somebody else. And then I don't know who that guy is in the back. I can't get... The creators of the Goldbergs. Yeah, which is actually a really funny show. Interesting. Yeah. Looks pretty sick. Yeah, so I'll be picking up uh, issues one and two sometime this week. Okay, yeah, that is close. Okay, that's yeah. all about. So we got, yeah, it's it's a pretty interesting group of characters there. Pretty, pretty dope cover. Yeah, it's a really like cool that. cover. Um, pretty much, they are the group that comes in to like a cleanup crew, essentially, from right. what I read on the, um, like the what this is about, essentially. I like that. Uh, yeah, so very much cleanup crew. But when I, have I think what, so many comic books to read that I have, I'm just so behind. Dude, so many. One of my favorite things about uh, about Rocky is I heard him talking to a customer about this. He's like, I own a comic book shop and I don't really read comics. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, fair enough. Because we were talking about, um, I picked up one bad day, uh, Joker. One bad day. Yeah. It's kind of a, not not this Joker. The Riddler. Riddler. Yeah, yeah, the Riddler. Um, so it's essentially one bad day for the Joker, but for the Riddler, how, you know, his kind of origin story of yeah. being one bad day. And Rocky's like, yeah, dude, I've heard great things about it. I actually read it. And he's like, so that's saying a lot that I read a whole comic. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I love comics. He's like, just growing up, we couldn't afford them. Yeah. And he's like, and so that's why I love them so much over there too, is they're not trying to screw you out on the prices. Right. You know, like. They're really good about keeping cover price, cover price until like market demands it gets jacked up. Right. You know, there there are some that, you know, scalpers are gonna be looking for and trying to get their hands on, but they're they're usually pretty good about keeping a nice competitive rate on things or just charging you a sticker price for things. So I right. we really appreciate old crypto comics for all of their support. So yeah. go check them out. And dab up Loki while you're there. Dab up Loki while you're there. Yeah. It was it was it was good for my soul to see Loki again. What a cutie. What was interesting about what you talked about, the little uh, setup. Well, first I want to ask this. You Both of you might know, I'm not sure. Is this related to, like, the Department of Damage Control that we've seen thus far in the MCU? I don't know. Me I neither. I think, like, it's, it sounds like it. Yeah. But it doesn't call them the Department of Damage Control. Right. And so I wonder if they work for them somehow. Which is why I need to pick it up and actually read it to kind of get yeah. an idea of the backstory on that. Yeah. One of the cool characters that you mentioned out of that was our girl, She-Hulk, recently come to Disney Plus <laughs> as of last Thursday. Whenever you are hearing this podcast, uh, episode two will have been released, and there's probably a bunch of dudes that are upset that they released episode two. 
Yep. And didn't just cancel the show after episode one. Yeah. Which was great. I loved episode one. I did too. I think that it was a a, a great time, but I, I've not seen the same amount of um, enjoyment come out of a lot of people. Mm-mm. Is this going into just a, a bonus episode or are we rolling the intro before we get into the actual topic? I don't know. Forgot we had an intro, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> Jansen went wild Cue guard it. on us. Cue it. He Cue was it. so excited Cue about it. He was so excited about that segue. He forgot about the intro. Yep. Forgot about my Val Kilmer autograph. The whole Cue thing. It. Cue <laughs> it. Hurry. Cue it. Cue it. Ladies and gentlemen. Smooth as butter. Welcome back to 1900 Nerdy Talk. Not silk. Nah. This week, the boys are going to be talking She-Hulk and Joe's surprise autograph from Val Kilmer. Smooth as dragon scales. So make sure you stay tuned and listen in to 1900 Nerdy Talk. Smooth as a beaver's fur. Joe, I have to apologize for that. I... Really, I thought about that that segue, and I was like, "Man, I got this! I'm going to jump on it while we're there." And absolutely skipped over the intro and your precious autograph. I'm listen. It's silly, but I'm excited about that autograph. Yeah, I was on. You know, you get these Facebook, you know, yeah, yeah. ads that just come through, and I follow a lot of nerdy people, so I get a lot of nerdy ads, and uh, I get this one where you can get an autograph from Val Kilmer. Yeah, and there's a, uh, it's kind of a, it's a con that's, it's not real close, but it's fairly close. There's, yeah, there's a couple of them that are affiliated, and I think one's Kentucky, one's North Carolina. Anyway, Val Kilmer is signing autographs for this this con, and one thing that these people do is you can obviously go there and meet and greets and do the same thing just like we did with Fanboy, but yeah. They also have an option where they have some celebrities that just do nothing but sign autographs or, or, and, or memorabilia. If you've got stuff, you can send stuff in the autograph and it's different price points or whatever. But there's Val Kilmer. Hmm. And the price wasn't bad. Yeah. And I just happened to, I, I made a comment about it and uh, my, my mother-in-law, uh, she was like, hey, I think this would be a great early birthday present for you. And I was hmm. like... Let's go. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I have the Iceman himself yeah. signing a headshot of him as the Iceman. You going to frame that up here in the studio? Yeah. Oh, you betcha. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you betcha. That'll be on the wall back here behind us. Uh, I'm tickled. I, I was trying to get a Doc Holiday. Mm-hmm. They were already out. So those yeah. are already accounted for. But I'm like, Doc Holiday, Iceman, either one. Yeah. Either one. So... Uh, I got the email yesterday that he has my photo. Mm. He's currently holding my photo, thinking about me <laughs> somewhere right now. Was there uh, like any sort of customization that you could do with it? Like, does he say, "Hey, Jojo"? I, I'm not really sure. I think it's kind of up to him. He may oh, just fair. sign. He may just sign Val Gilmer. I guess if I was writing like a yeah, a couple hundred of them, I would just say. Oh, name. I'm sure he was. He's signing a lot, uh, but. It just tickles me that he could potentially be holding my photo right now. Right. You know. Yeah. Signing that big old V. Yeah. I don't know how he signs his name, but probably just, with a little heart over the eye. 
<laughs> we can <laughs> we could only hope. Uh, I think before we have we have a topic, a scolding of sorts. Yeah, I jumped into it really quickly because you're so you you're you're pretty worked up. Pretty worked up. About Most it. people could probably tell by the tone of your voice right now. Yeah, pretty worked up. I am upset. But I think before we do that, we we have got to at least mention uh, House of Dra- House of the Dragon. Is the opposite we of do. upset he- down loose? Hmm. I'm sorry. Hmm. Upset. Maybe. Nothing happened. Oh. I hit a button. <laughs> <laughs> that was a try it again. Try it again. Try it again. There it is. There it is. <laughs> I'll let you turn it up after the sound is over. Is what happened. I think that's. I thought that was a longer sound than what it actually was. But mm. no Anyway, I think we something <laughs> that makes me happy that can easily like brighten my mood is the Game of Thrones universe that has oh. happened thus far. Now being ex- expanded, or I guess technically chronologically, be the Game of Thrones. The series would would have been the expansion, but. We get House of the Dragon, which is a prequel to the Game of Thrones saga. Um, they just released the first episode this past Sunday, and such a strong pilot. Like that it really was, was it was high quality. Like the the CGI that was in there was on it was flawless. Good takeoff and landing. I, I'm like it was honestly like I mean Game of Thrones is known for having pretty high quality. Uh, effects it's a high right. quality show um but this was like really really crazy to see and i don't know if it's just that i mean the last time that we had seen game of thrones was back in 2017 or 2018 <laughs> and the credits are rolling we're going really yeah <laughs> uh but season eight did look good that would that's probably the only it good looked thing. great and we got I mean, I mean, it had like what ten million dollar budget per episode. Oh yeah, something yeah, crazy. But the problem is, it needed like five more episodes. I yeah. guess, but I guess another fifty mil. But I don't like the whole season was not complete, Dookie. I mean, there was some really cool moments. Yeah. Well, okay. I'm so I'm a Game of Thrones like virgin. I've watched like I told them one or maybe two episodes. Yeah. Now I do know that. At some point, they departed from the books because yes, the book wasn't written yet because George R.R. R. Martin is trying to die before he finishes Game of Thrones, it feels like. George R.R. R. Martin is one of the slowest authors that, is, that have ever existed. You've not read Patrick Rufus, then. Ruthfus. I'm not a pronounce his last name. You're correct. Ruthfus is... With Voss. Sounds Sorry. like a Muppet. Th- there's a book called Name of the Wind. I love it. It's supposed to be part of a trilogy. There are two of the three books out, and I think the second one was written 10, 15 years That's ago. That's funny you say that. My Game of Thrones title is uh, Breaker of the Wind. <laughs> Wait. Not, not loud enough. We're full of them today, boys. (laughs) (laughs) There's somebody at home laughing their butt off to that right now. Maybe Cole. Shout out to Cole. Cole. Wes. Wes is definitely laughing. Yeah, no, Wes is for sure laughing at that. Yeah. By the way, we've got some, uh, quite a few listeners from last week's episode. Yeah. You guys really showed up and showed out this week. Uh, Where were we at? (laughs) Dragons. (laughs) Yeah, dragons. (laughs) So, and I've said it on the show before, Game of Thrones is, even with the terrible ending that happens in season seven and season eight. So, like, to answer your question, Brandon, the it does diverge from the 
original books that were being written after season six. Ah, and so gotcha. season seven and season eight are have they're not connected to the to the books by story. Um, the but regardless of that, I think that it is still my absolute favorite show that I've watched. The writing of it is just it's it's flawless up into those past seasons. Nice. Um, God, season it's just really good stuff in there, man. It's fantastic. Season two, three, four are some of the best, like best written media almost like mm-hmm. that I've mm-hmm. ever witnessed. And it's like I've never seen a, a movie or a TV show that have that has come close to the complexity that Game of Thrones has. Right. Um, and Game of Thrones for anybody that's thinking about taking the journey and watching um, all eight seasons. I'll give a couple words of advice. Um, if you are not wanting to see some adult content, um, there's a great button that's on a lot of uh, streaming platforms now where you can skip 15 to 30 seconds at a time. Press that a couple times. Sure. It's, it's enough to to redeem it in my I've opinion. got to, like, I've got to say, I love that feature on things. The fact Fantastic. that you can just skip forward 15 or 30 seconds, like, especially, like, on YouTube, just double tapping yeah. and jumping yeah. 10 seconds. It's like, I don't, like the skip button used to be like the whole episode, exactly. like the whole thing that you're watching. It's like, so the fact that I can just jump forward a little bit right. without having to like, you know, fast forward and then like back up and then like right. that whole thing. It's great. Yeah. Fantastic. And so I would say, and then another thing you could honestly stop watching after season six. <laughs> um, it's like watch season <laughs> seven and eight if you want to, but just Listen, pretend like they're, a, there is really good stuff in seven and eight. There really is. But I mean, yeah, there's great episodes within them. Yes, there is. But the I'm sure there's itself. a guide online where it's like, Absol- what episodes so to watch from seven. I eight. went and looking for Probably. them today. Cause Katie, I was, so Katie, <laughs> I binged. I got, re- I got in really late. How far into is Katie so far? Into to game of Thrones. Yeah. She made it through one episode. Okay. So, and hated it. I'm thinking about this. Wait, she doesn't like Game of Thrones then. Well, I was like, because we can start a group chat. Yes. And we can go through it together for the so, first time. Yeah, we're going to talk We're gonna talk a little bit more about this here in a second. But so Katie sat down and watched the first episode of House of the Dragon and actually liked it. I didn't think she liked it. It's a great pilot there's, episode. There's a couple rough parts in it and that I did not expect her to make it through. But we did the feature. Fast, yeah. We fast forward through one of them. And I, we were talking about it yesterday. And she's like, I actually liked it. <laughs> it caught me way off guard. <laughs> and and so I think what I, we're going to do that. We're going to go find the episodes that there are, there are filler episodes, right? They're really, I mean, that are, that you can, you can skip through because there are also just episodes that just leave you going. I, I've I got to go think about this. I have to go ponder what I just yeah. saw. And, and so how about, you just describe what happens in Game of Thrones season three, episode nine, um, the Red Wedding. Maybe just like give her a a quick <sighs> overview. That she doesn't have to watch it. I'm not sure she'll want. To, yeah, that, that'll be one. There's like all the things, all the things that she hates happens inside of like five minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and Solid it's episode. just lots of it. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. It's a great episode. Because yeah. it, it really, as brutal as it is, because it is brutal. I mean, it is. Isn't Pedro Pascal in Game of Thrones? Yeah. Yep. Yep. For a little bit. 
Everybody's in Game of Thrones for a little bit. Yes, everybody is. That's Ed Sheeran is in Game of Thrones for a little bit. (laughs) Season seven, Aquaman. (laughs) Wait, Aquaman. Yep. Wait, Ed Sheeran's really in Game of Thrones for an episode. Stop! I didn't know that. I thought you were joking. And he randomly sings, and you're sitting there going, "Stop!" Really, guys? Yeah. And I can't tell. Less. I have nothing against Ed Sheeran. He's a talented dude. I actually like him. Just fine. But for whatever reason, when I was watching that. And the camera pans over, and he's sitting around the fire, and he's singing. I was like, God, I hope somebody cuts his head off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, that would be awesome right yeah. now. And then, no, they didn't. But anyway. Yeah, it didn't happen. <laughs> but, yeah, the Red Wedding spearheads, like, this crazy journey <laughs> and, and so, for retribution that you don't get all the way until one of those seasons that you don't really like. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. It's like the reason that I enjoy Game of Thrones so much is because I said it was well-crafted. And the reason that it's like it takes the common tropes that you see within a story of like there being good guys, the good guys have honor, the bad guys do not have honor. Mm-hmm. and But it, it takes that and what you would think would be this a like <laughs> – like you would Sorry. think it, it would create um, – the difference between heroes and villains, but it doesn't. It's more, I mean, it's hard to say that a show about dragons Dude, is there's, realistic. There's, there's more gray but, Jedi right. thought process in this right. show than any other show I've ever seen. So I thought of a very dumb joke that I was like laughing at myself when he said honor and no honor. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, so Zuko would love this show from Avatar. Oh, I, I know what you're talking about. Because he's always like, honor! <laughs> but, I love Avatar. We're up to three show. of those. How many more are we going to do before the episode's over with? Oh, man. Um, I, now, truth be told here for a second, okay? I did read, and by read, I mean audible, listen to the first Game of Thrones book. Great book. 33 hours. It's Great a book. very it's a long, long audiobook. It's a lot. Yep. I intended to I, listen on audible. I've read the book. first book. Um, and then I am in the process of reading um, the book that a House Dragon, House of the Dragon, is um, based off of, and so I'm only like just a few pages in because I just began a couple weeks ago. My but understanding is that that book is actually terribly boring. It might be, and that's and so they like, but this whole section that they've taken out, yeah, is like they're basically. I guess they're going to make that not boring by putting yeah. it in this. I don't know. But back to the pilot. Um, High quality pilot. It was a very Game of Thrones pilot. Very much so. It was. I loved all the Easter eggs. I love seeing yeah. seeing the the cities and the structures and everything that are destroyed and right. and you know or just completely gone right all together in Game of Thrones are all intact or right. they're being built right. Uh, there's a lot, a lot of buildings that have scaffolding and stuff next to it, which I thought was pretty yeah. cool. Like the Red Keep, for example. Yeah. One that has... Which is uh, sweet. I mean, the the the, the pit down there where, where the dragons are. Yeah. Um, the dragons themselves. Like, uh, I mean, it. her flying through right off the bat, yeah. flying over the city, the, her hair, the blonde hair, you immediately think of Daenerys. I mean, it's... Yeah. It, the, it's a lot of calls, too. A lot of callbacks. The mention of... The Song of Ice and Fire. Right. So how far in the past is this? So it is 172 Okay, so it's a good years? ways away. Yes. Uh, yes. So what happens, The so 
a Game of Thrones begins with the it's like a decade or two after the death of the Mad King. Gotcha. And so the Mad King was um, not Aemon Targaryen. It, a Targaryen. A lot of their names are very similar. Thanos. <laughs> and Sorry. a lot of them have the same names too. That's His true. name is Thanos. But everybody just <laughs> calls him the Mad Sorry, King. Sorry, that's the Mad the Titan. Titan. <laughs> ah, there it is. Ah, Lord. We got to disable that button. Going to wear that button out. <laughs> you boy. And so where you're taking at in the beginning of Game of Thrones, and this isn't really spoilers for anybody who hasn't watched it because it's literally like the first couple scenes, is the Baratheons are now sit on the throne. They take it after the Mad King. But before that was a reign of... Targaryen all the way up into that point. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so the the Targaryens have kind of they, the reason they've kept the throne is for because dragons. everybody fears them because of their dragons. <laughs> yeah. And so they are the only ones that have learned how to tame and to semi-control dragons. And, and Daenerys is a Targaryen, right? Daenerys is a Targaryen. Uh, that The silver hair is the right. trait. Lots Targaryens. of breeding there in the Targaryen uh, family. There is. So there's an, another thing. Wait, in, so I watched episode one where right. like the guy, uh, episode one of Game of Thrones, and the guy pushed the kid out the window. Not, yep. not Targaryens. Those are, those not, are, those are just different inbreeding. I think there's inbreeding in general in the show, but Targaryens, they kind of hint at specifically. Yeah. Ah, gotcha. So the reason the Lannisters. Lots of aunts and cousins. Lannisters, yeah. that's, that's uh, Peter Dinklage's family, right? Yeah. Yes. He drinks and does something else. And he knows things. Knows and he things. knows things. Yes. Sorry, I know some of the things. He's a, yeah. he's a great, great character. Great I know some character. of the references. Flawless character. Done wrong between season six, seven, and eight. But, but still great. But, even, oh, well. Even when done wrong, he's still a great character. Yeah. Um, so one of the justifying methods of the Lannisters and breeding is the fact that the Targaryens have been doing it for a very long time. And what the, the reason that they are doing this is not... <laughs> they, they literally because, reference, well, they were doing it. like <laughs> Yeah. The reason that they do hmm. this is not because they like really actually love each other as much as they no are... No inbreeding ever happened because people ever really loved each other. I mean, some of them actually do love each other. But <laughs> <laughs> a lot of it is... <laughs> A lot of it is just an attempt to keep their bloodline pure. Yeah. So they are wanting to keep this silver I mean, hair, like, this is fire immunity. Yeah, this isn't like a thing that's outside of the reality of yeah. kingdoms. It happens you know. in Alabama all the time. Oh. oh. That one's for you, I, What I was meaning was, you know, that happened all the time, you know, back in the old days. Yeah. So, wait, so the silver hair makes you immune to fire? Just a part of their bloodline it's, from yeah. Old Valeria is that they have an immunity to fire. Mm. Um, so are they always cold? No. I don't believe so. Hmm. I don't think they're anemic. But I couldn't <laughs> tell you. Regardless, so does it just mean they don't get burned? Yes. Pretty much. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Certain that's a convenient ones, though, feature. Uh, there's it's a very certain convenient ones. feature. So there's certain ones that have Especially like... when you're training dragons. Right? Yeah. Some of them <laughs> do get burned, though. So they like, should write a book like "How to Train Your Dragon." Yeah, mm. don't press the button. I'm not hitting. Don't the button. do it. <laughs> that one was terrible. Do you have a boo button? We need a boo button. <laughs> but a House of Dragons takes place. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've not watched any Game of Thrones. I'm trying to figure out a way to be relevant in this conversation. <laughs> During the reign of Viserys the First, and good hair the, on that guy. Great hair on that guy. 
His beard is like black and like graying, but his yeah, hair is silver. So yeah, that's kind of weird. Salt and pepper, though. Yeah, he's got some salt and pepper on there. But if anybody is listening, we kind of derailed a bit. House of Dra- House of the Dragon, fantastic show. I can't wait to keep seeing how it's going to progress. Maybe we'll throw it into an episode or two um, as you're catching up. Yeah. Maybe yeah, just a brief yeah. review here and there. Do you think he would need to watch all of Game of Thrones before he watches that? No, it's a prequel. I don't think he would need to. He would need to to fully appreciate it, but I don't think he would need to to understand. I don't think he would. See, see I, I hate that. But see, wait, but I will say this. I think you could probably watch this and then go watch Game of Thrones That's and get I'm the saying. same thing. You would get the just in reverse. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, if it's if it's supposed to be a prequel, I should be able to appreciate it for what it is without the original. I don't it's know a, any prequel, prequel that's like that, though. But if it's supposed to be. But it's supposed to be. I, I know what you're thinking about. You're thinking about Star Wars. And well, <laughs> and those movies prequel. aged better. Well, here's the thing. It's like any prequel yeah, it pays homage to the original that it's basing it off of. Right. And so, like, part of the beauty about watching a prequel is the fact that there's like sections where it's like oh you watch the here's a little reward for watching the original series honestly though, so it's not that you won't enjoy it but i think you there'll be moments that you will miss as compared to mine or joe's viewing where we have the original to base it off of i think i, I know this is like derailing our she whole conversation we'll get there though i think though that's why the star wars prequels aged better because I feel like they don't have that much like homage to the original trilogy. And that's why people didn't like them to begin with. Was it felt like a different series of movies almost? Mm, I think I think most people would argue that it had too much. Like the random Millennium Falcon just showing up for no reason in, in the scenes. I mean, yeah. the fact that they kind of forced C-3PO and R2... To be somehow be alive and function throughout the entire thing <laughs> and not ever mention anything about it. The fact that Chewbacca... They're robots! Is, Chewie's in it, and yeah, and, and no point You're mentions. On this planet. No point mentions in the original series. I, yeah, you can trust those guys. I know that dude. <laughs> See exactly, they don't pay homage at all. <laughs> Everybody get brainwashed. That's the problem. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll get around to it. I think I'll just watch this as it's coming out, and then go watch Game of Thrones out of it. Yeah, I want to do that. Just to watch it in order. It's probably going to happen with Katie too, but. After this is fully released, I definitely want to do a House of the Dragon into Game of Thrones and watch the entire. Now, one thing I was I'm saying, actually excited about Rings of Power too, which is another oh, prequel series course, coming out coming soon. soon. One thing I'll say about this show is, um, and I don't really want to go into too, too. I don't really want to go into spoilers at all, but the main character I cannot think of her name. Uh, Rhaegar, Ray, Ray, something. It starts with the R H. Where do people come up with these names? I don't know. Like it's impressive. Like me and Jansen played D and D. They have a full language. It's so hard yes. to make like high fantasy style names. Yeah, you know my name in like D and D. It's from Ghostbusters. Aegon. Yes. No, it's from <laughs> Game of Thrones. <laughs> Is it really? Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but the main what character am I, am I thinking of in Ghostbusters, <laughs> whose name is close to Aegon? Not a clue. <laughs> Dude, what am I thinking of? Hmm. Couldn't tell you. Uh, it must be that one, the the all female one. No. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw it. Sadly, I did see it. Keep dropping. Wish hands. I did. Uh, no, but what I was gonna say is. I, want, I think this pilot episode... Egon. 
So the oh, the character's name is Egon uh, Spangler. Okay. And so I thought you were. It was a play off of Egon while you did Aegon. Um, this whole episode, you got such a good character build of her, her, the attitude behind it, her constant. Um, you can see she's she's really fighting for her father's Rhaenyra. Yeah, Rhaenyra. Yeah, she's not so much his approval. They like they don't really hint that they that there's a broken relationship there. They actually seem like they they have a good relationship, but. He is so caught up with wanting a son because he he needs to have an heir, right? Right. And he's got like they kind of hint that his health may be in bad shape. He's got these little these little cuts and stuff, and he's the Iron Throne in this is insane. Yes, it's it's the same Iron Throne except it's got some crazier features to it. He's cut himself on it's, the throne. Yeah, it's a more book accurate version of the Iron yeah. Throne. So he's he's literally cut himself. It's infected, and they're kind of hinting that his health is fading. And he and his wife have had multiple attempts at trying to birth a son. Right. And they've all died. And I think the only child that's lived is her. Right. And he's over there like, how am I supposed to reign with no heir? Right. Right. And so she is, I mean, she she just wants to be a warrior. She wants to fly dragons and, 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 you know, be Xena. That's what she wants to do. Right. Mimics the relationship between Ned Stark and Arya. Yes. Very much so. Except I yeah, because yeah. at one point she kind of walks in and like again, it's not a disapproving thing. He's just kind of smiles. He and he smells the dragon on her, and he just kind of gives her a look like, yeah, you know, right? I know what you've been yeah. doing, you know. But she still has this thing where she knows that he wants a son. Yeah, and she knows that no matter what approval she gets from him, it'll still be second because right. she's not she's not his son exactly. And so you. You get that whole storyline, and then something happens at the end where, uh, I mean, and here's a spoiler. I'll throw a spoiler right here. Just give everybody a warning. Here's a spoiler. You can come back here in two minutes. But um, at the end, there is no heir. <laughs> I mm. mean, there, a, 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 a son is born, but he doesn't live. Right. And so, basically, he has the choice of choosing her or his, his brother, and his brother's just this chaotic crazy yeah. person and so he he ends up having this really good dialogue this really cool moment where he he brings her in tells her about the the, the song of, of ice and fire and right and he he's like this is a secret we that only rulers pass along to their heir and you realize oh he's mm, mm-hmm, he's making mm-hmm. her he's making her the heir yeah and like he basically tells her he asks her like some questions and she answers the right way and he's like yeah like that's you have to keep that mentality if you're going to be a ruler, and so it sets this whole thing up. You get so much in this first episode for right. just her setting up for. I think they're eventually going to get to the. So dance, how long is the this show going to be? Any idea? <sighs> Do you have any projections? If it follows the same formula of Game of Thrones, it's usually ten episode seasons, hour long episodes, yeah, or sometimes hour and a couple minutes long episodes. But usually it's around that same frame. Well, have they said sure. how many seasons? I'm not sure how many doing. seasons. They haven't said, and, and it, they they really could go. They could get it all done in one season, or they could really stretch it out. Because I was watching a review on it, and the whole story. He think this person who was talking about is like they're leading up to the Dance of the Dragons. Yeah, uh, which is so. There's ten dragons that are alive at this mm-hmm. at this time. Yes, and so the whole concept is like you have all these all these families that are that want that throne. Right. Because there's a theme in Game of Thrones and it's 
poorly done and towards the later end but it is hinted at in the beginning it's like when a targaryen is born um it says that the gods flip a coin of whether <laughs> yeah. they're whether or not they're going to be a mass murderer or going to be a benevolent good ruler huh. and so you see this dichotomy already beginning between the between the brother uh daemon daemon and then um and rhaenyra and they're kind of like showing that like there's, there's some, both sides to this there's kind Targaryen. Some, there's kind of some sexual tension there too that they hint of at. Of course there is. And it's just like <laughs> he's he's the uncle and he, he gives her some jewelry off the bat. And I'm sitting right next to Katie and he goes, is be- he calls he calls her beautiful or something. Katie's like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's I just hope that they time. have a set amount of like episodes and seasons in mind because yeah. I feel like the best shows know how long that they want to run and yeah. stick to that. The thing yeah. is, is like they are only working with the content that was made before, whoops, before um, a Game of Thrones. So it's not like the original Game of Thrones series where they were could have theoretically gone forever because the books weren't finished. Right. It's like this is a set prequel series right. that has from an A point to a B point and the B point is the beginning of a Game of Thrones. But still, I mean, that's 170 years worth of time. Yeah. So it's like, what are they going to do? Be like, we're taking you all the way. <laughs> I mean, we could get significant time jumps in this. Yeah. I mean, we, Which I think that's something that they've been hinting at. Because if you look at a lot of their, um, the trailers that have been released, a lot of the characters look a lot older than they did in this pilot episode. I like, obviously know Rhaenyra looks like an old lady <laughs> coming up in some of the trailers. Maybe it's bad lighting. But she looks older than like they a teenager. They have been known to have bad, bad lighting at times. That's fair. I know that I know games. like no, I, I yes, I did know about that the Starbucks cup that got left and like yep. made it into an like did it actually make it into an episode? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's sitting there how, on the table. So how long yeah. after it released before it got removed from like I mean, visually removed? I mean, it was. I want to say it was taken down fairly quickly, but like. But I mean, nothing's faster than the internet. I went back and exactly. watched it. Nothing's I went back and watched it to find the cup, and it was there. I mean, that was no like two days later. Yeah, it was there. Wow. Um, but Starbucks. Th- I, I know nothing about the show. Not a sponsor. Nothing about Game of Thrones. But you could be. She could be. But I think it'd be kind of cool, though, if over the course of the seasons, there were just like giant time jumps leading you up directly to the beginning of Game of Thrones. Like, yeah. I know it's 170 something yeah. years, but it's like. If season one takes place over like ten years, and then there's like a twenty year break before season two, and like just kind of like go through like the different like phases mm-hmm. of time and that, right? It'd be kind of cool, kind of cool concept for and a prequel series. And the, you really could stretch it. I mean, again, you you get you get some Baratheons, you get yeah. some Starks in this. I mean, there's you there's actually re- get every single house represented. Yeah, I mean the the ref the references are all there. So I mean, wait, you what you're telling me is the Starks are fighting for an Iron Throne? No. They're not? They're not. You know what he's... I know. So this is really just a prequel for Iron Man. Yeah. Where Tony Stark becomes Iron Man. I'll give him that one. <laughs> but they don't want the throne. They, uh. the, the effort was there. The effort was there. I mean, the connection, the Starks, uh, Iron. I mean, it was... Yeah. That was the, so, that the, was, iron, that was the oh, most solid yeah. one yet, though. So I think one thing that we can agree on... Wait, so wait, on, wait. wait. But this is genuine. So so the Starks don't want the throne, period? That segway was shut down. Not really. Okay. How much do you want me to spoil for you? None. I want to go into the slightly blind. Back to your segue. Okay. (laughs) I think one thing that we can all agree on, uh, 
with this this new spinoff prequel and the original Game of Thrones is there's a ton of powerful women in that show. Yeah, there are. There's a ton. And Marvel Comics has their share, including a brand new show that just came out last week. That's a much better segue than what I did <laughs> <laughs> earlier this episode. I did not mean to take that you far didn't, from you, you No, it was better. You didn't skip over an intro. Uh, that, that's fair. Uh, so She-Hulk comes out, and we're, we're actually... we Big was, fan here. Big fans. In this episode, we're going to talk about... Um, people yeah and we're going to talk about uh ignorance yes and stupidity yeah yeah um so first of all that show is a really good show so good yeah um a lot of very credible uh critics and people that i follow and yeah. i don't i don't follow a ton of critics but i follow critics that have similar uh thought thought processes as far as entertainment as I do. Right. And I tend to follow people who have like a deep history with yes. the source material. A lot of these, right. a lot of the people that I follow are, are people that are much deeper into the lore than I am. Right. I'm a huge comic uh, explained geek culture, yes. geek culture explained guy yeah. on YouTube. I mean, uh, new rock new stars, rock stars. Uh, I, I follow like John Campia and, and Kristen Harloff. Mm-hmm. Some Green of the, crush. Screen yes, crush. absolutely. Uh, Nerdist. I mean, just Miss Mojo. We yeah. <laughs> <laughs> follow these people because they're deep in the lore. They're passionate about the lore. Right. And, you know, they catch things that we miss. Yeah. Like, I, I'm, I'll be honest with you. I've never read a She-Hulk comic book. Never read no. it to, to this moment. The first comic book I will read from She-Hulk is this Damage Control comic when I go pick it up that's got She-Hulk in it. It's the, yeah. I've, I've never read a She-Hulk comic. When I started seeing the trailers, I did a little research, Googling, <laughs> and yeah. and checking out people who had read it. And they had just great things to say about it, comparing it to almost like a Deadpool-type right. type comic. Um, and so coming into this episode, uh, you know, when going into Dead, uh, Deadpool, <laughs> uh, going into Moon Knight, we, you know, we read a lot of Moon Knight and talked a lot of Moon Knight yep. leading up to it. So right. I, mean, I actually read a lot of Moon Knight comics leading up to it. I read nothing. With She-Hulk. I walked into this episode based off of just a few handful of things right. and descriptions. And I freaking loved the episode. Yeah. I loved it. They were, I mean, we, you can nitpick anything. Exactly. And there were some things in there that, that absolutely I nitpicked. And there was there was moments in there that, yeah, you can make some, some different arguments. But it was a great episode. Yeah. yeah. It was a great character. It was a great actress playing playing the character. A character true to her character in the true comics. True to right. the comic. True to the comic. You had great moments of interaction between her and Bruce Banner. Yep. Right. Um, you had great character development in building in her, her herself, setting up for some really good upcoming episodes. Right. And a lot of these critics that we follow, I would say a good chunk of them have actually already seen the first four episodes. Yeah. And they're all giving raving, yeah, positive reviews. Like I love how she's like this because she breaks the fourth wall. This is a law show, yes. <laughs> and like at the very she goes, see, told you it was a law show. <laughs> like, right. Exactly. After almost no law happening. Exactly. Like, I mean, they're talking so about good. this this show really tying in some of these loose ends that we've had in this phase. Yeah. And we're so excited about, it. and you got to see some of that. Just little. I mean, you talk about Easter eggs. The, the Easter eggs in. She-Hulk episode one, I mean, 
just jump on new uh, new rocks new rock stars right new yeah stars. <laughs> jump on new rock stars and just go crazy get you some popcorn and have a good time as, yeah. they, as they break that episode down what i don't understand is when you go and read reviews on the show days before it's even come out yep right by people who've not actually seen the episode yep making just one star reviews sexist misogynistic like just terrible terrible stuff right. written online for everyone to read about a show that you've not watched i don't get that for no reason other than you're just throwing like a temper tantrum essentially right and it's like it's not like we're saying this like that we are getting defensive for a show that we all liked it's like no like legit so there's a I was as a human being even right, if right. i didn't <laughs> like the show that still annoys me as exactly. a human being as somebody who is human and represents other humans. I just feel like we are better than this. Right. Right. We have to be, right? Like, we have to be right. better b- better than this. And and especially from a nerd culture standpoint. Brandon, you made a, a good point before we started talking about this. was like, you know, back in the day, I mean, nerds, when I was in school especially, nerds were not popular right, it wasn't right. cool to be a star wars fan it wasn't cool to be a she hulk fan or right to be the comic book guy that had you know collections in your locker that was not popular back then. right nobody i mean those those who were collecting comics back there did it in secret they yep. didn't tell nobody yeah. most right. of them are rich now god bless you yeah. uh, but i mean they that was not a popular thing we were beat up we were we were bullied i mean not a cool thing. So it makes no sense to me at all for people who claim to be nerds, yep, lovers of nerd culture, to be doing that to other people, right? To be doing it, that, it's to, gatekeeping. Like that's yeah. that's what it is. Yep. And it, it's there's a Facebook post that or a Facebook group that I'm uh, a part of on uh, that. It was originally a like a group that where people would post like memes or like breakdowns and stuff of moon Knight was whenever i joined it and then they changed the name whenever miss marvel released and then they did the same thing for miss marvel it was just like oh did you see this did you notice this? these are my theories whatever and so now they've changed the name again same group but changed the name again to uh to where she it's hulk. focused on she hulk and it is post after post after post after post talking about like how terrible it's only like it's they've made it into a political issue more than they made it into how they actually felt about the the episode itself. It's like I've seen people criticize saying like, oh yeah, this show is this show is just for for like super left people and like like that has nothing to do Dude, with the show. Nothing annoys me more than comments like this. I've not seen the show and I don't plan on watching it, but I know it's just a bunch of just right. you know, women empowerment bull crap. It's like, how would you know? You didn't watch it. Right. It's like that. Yes, there's moments in this show where Disney does what Disney does. Sure. And they have things that are more, uh, I would say, more progressive. There's more um, there's things that if you look on a political spectrum, probably lean a little bit more to the left. However, it's not that doesn't diminish anything from from the show. Like it doesn't it's not like the point of the show is that they're trying to make some. Okay, let me let me just say this. I, I, I don't talk politics because I hate them. Yeah. I, I don't even align with a political party because I think they're all stupid. Right. Amen. That, and that's just that's just me. That's just and that's my opinion on it. However, I grew up in the deep south. I grew up in Louisiana. I, I grew up around 
some some of the most conservative conservatives that you can say. Yeah, and, and uh, be around. That was the culture that I grew up around. And by the way, a lot of good people. Yeah, one hundred percent. A, lot of, a yeah. lot of good people in that culture. By the way, and so I grew up around that. That being said, I watched this episode and had a great right. time. Yeah, dude, had a and good time. What annoys me too is like, the, even like the little bit of like politicizing the episode. It's not like it's sending a bad message. Yeah, like it's, it's yeah. not like it's a bad message. Is it a bit on the nose for my liking on it? Sure, like right. And it's like I said, it's not what they're saying. It's just how obviously that there's the same reason, the same issues that I had with Captain uh, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Right. Like you know, I'm biracial. I get the struggles of the African American community. I was surrounded by it. It's part of my life. Right. But was it a bit on the nose for a TV show? 100%. Like, comes up and he's like, hey, man, is this guy bothering you? Pointing at the one black guy that's on the street. Like, they're talking. Like, this is. Who in public has saved the world on multiple occasions. Like, Like they're celebrities. Yeah. The bank guy knew who he was right around the corner. Yeah. And he's he's in Louisiana. Like, he's from from Louisiana. Like, he's he would be one of the most popular faces. I know how Louisiana treats their celebrities, all right? (laughs) Right. Like. There's not a whole lot of superheroes outside of Gambit. He don't exist yet. So like right. in the MCU. So <laughs> right now we got Falcon by God. So everybody's gonna know who Falcon is. Yeah, and so it's like that's that like it's it's that what annoyed me, yeah. but it didn't pull me away from enjoying the episode. Imagine and again, up. it's not a bad message to send. <laughs> Imagine walking up to like Will Smith and Brad Pitt and pointing at Will Smith and be like, "Is guy hey, bothering you? <laughs> bothering you?" That's exactly what it was. Yeah. Exactly, it's perfect analog for that. And like, like I'm gonna read one of these past posts that a person did on this She-Hulk because I don't think that anybody can really understand it without experiencing it. But this person said, if I wanted a show to tell me about women women life, I would watch a rom-com or something. <laughs> it's oh like... My God. <laughs> what? Oh, okay. man. No, Dude, it's, okay. It's I just want to know, who hurt you yeah. to that point? And like... I get that your girlfriend probably broke up with you last week, but you don't have to be mad at everybody. Uh, you know, we had Pastor Cole on last week, right? And I say something to him often. And my biggest thing when we when we talk about anything spiritual or anything church related, I always come back to the same thing. What's your fruit? Right. What's the fruit of the message of this this episode? And I promise you, there's nothing but good fruit yeah. in the message of this episode. Right. Yeah. Everything that Bruce is trying to teach her. Is good fruit. Yes. In reverse, the things that and she's teaching sense. Bruce. Yeah. Like, and like, Bruce has never had to deal with another Hulk. He's never had to deal with another person just like him. He he automatically assumes that her journey is going to look just like exactly him. Exactly the and same. And so he, yeah. he, he comes out with this huge binder. Okay, you're going to look just like me. You're going to do things just like I am. And she immediately goes, no, I'm not. Yeah. I look different. I'm formed different. I, I see things different than you do. So he's learning a good message in that. At the same time, he's looking at her going... Hey, you have superpowers. You have a responsibility. You now. didn't ask for it. You didn't ask for right. any of this. It's not your fault that you have these things, but you are powerful. There is a responsibility to everybody around you. Right. Because of these powers that were bestowed upon you. Yeah. And so it's nothing but good fruit here. And I don't understand why it, you would want those two messages clipped out because Yeah. The Hulk has boobs. Is it on the nose? Is it sloppy writing, in my opinion? Yes. Sure. 100%. It's a Disney show. Like, 
Okay. They're going to be on the nose about something so they can just move on. Right. Like, it's like yeah. one of the quickest way to explain how she can control her, her power so fast. Here's one single line that explains it. Now right. we can just move on with the show. Like, and it's like, it doesn't because it's, and I will say it doesn't really linger on it either. No, it, it she makes, it, she makes the comment and then the show moves on. Right. And it's like, it's not like, and we're not saying this saying that like, oh yeah, this show is like untouchable or like away from criticism. We can, you can be critical and say, yes, that was sloppy writing. But yeah. does that mean that the entire show is now worth something less because there was sloppy writing? No, that's like not the point of it. Right. It's like there can be sloppy writing in a show. There's sloppy writing in Game of Thrones. It's still my favorite show. Yeah. It's like, I don't understand why there's, it's literally just people are upset because there's a female Hulk show and not. And not like, a normal Hulk show. End of the day, too, is if they wouldn't have explained it away like that that quickly, and they would yeah. have made her go through the entire Hulk journey to satisfy people's needs, you know, oh, well, how does she already have control? Okay, fine. She doesn't have control. She has to go through the entire Hulk book. So now we're going to burn four episodes showing how she controls her powers. And people out. would be upset at that, too. And then too. people would be mad about that. Yeah. Oh, why are we dwelling so long on this? It's like... You win some, you lose some. I'm glad that they just made it a quick one line it's and move out. on with the show. I love that she even addresses like that. She's like, yeah. She's like, before we get into this, uh, you know, this this lawyer show, you probably want to know what's going on. It's going to drive you crazy if you don't know. So here's the story. Boom, and she go. We yeah. we get a flashback. It's I just like, I look yeah. at, and what's okay, and and lastly, because I don't want to harp on this any more than we have to, and we're almost out of time anyway. But like, what is the problem? Okay. What it, what is the problem with having I don't know having some superheroes that look like that look a little different than than what we have you know right it's like Miss Marvel that's a great show yeah that is a great show there is a lot of young girls who look like her yep who have their you know again we talk about Black Panther my buddy Xavier massive Black Panther fan that movie comes out I mean that dude's emotional when you ever hear him talk about Black Panther he gets emotional so good. I mean, when Chadwick Boseman passed, like, he was the first person I text. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's like, I had, he, I have a superhero that looks like me. Dude, do you, right. like, even, what is wrong with that? Where, where what culture are we, li- like, where, how did we get to the point where we are so <sighs> consumed with the way things are that we can't look around and go, hey, you can have some of this fun too. Yeah. What annoys me too is like, I, I loved Black Panther. You know, I talk about why you know, Black Panther being in my top three because of the theater experience, right? Yeah. And just these, like, that movie was doing nothing but celebrating all of the good of black culture. Right. And it's so frustrating because so often only the negative parts of, like, black culture is, you know, magnified in the media. Yeah. And so having an entire movie celebrating black culture was incredible. And a bunch of people were pissed off about it. Like right. so, it's like this show is just celebrating a strong woman. Why are we so mad at that? A strong green woman. A strong and, green woman. Yeah, and there's like <laughs> there's stuff that's so. For example, the where Killmonger says that bury me in the ocean where my ancestors yep. knew that um, death was better than captivity, or however he phrases that. He's like that. What he says there is is on the nose, and honestly, it is. And I'm not saying that I don't enjoy the thing, but by a writing standpoint, that's kind of sloppy writing. Sure. You could make an argument that it's kind of sloppy writing. I think it's a bad A line, but yeah. <laughs> it's 
it's just as, but that's saying something in addressing uh, slavery and racial tension in the in the U.S. has is widely more accepted than addressing like the differences between men and women. Yeah, and so people are more okay with being like, oh yeah, like he said something that was super on the nose, but it was something that I like that I agree with and I've seen. So I'm not gonna now. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I agree with now. So it's I, like, I'll say this before we we transition because we want to we want to answer some questions and end this on a positive note. Uh, I would encourage everybody first of all to go watch this show. Yeah, because yeah. it's a good show. Great, it's it, so much fun. I mean, it's a fun watch. No agenda yeah. here. We're not paid by Disney by any means. I wish we were, but we're not. God, not a sponsor. Awesome. but you absolutely can be. Uh, but and we're definitely not sponsored by Marvel. So, but I will say this: it's a really good show, and yeah. it's. Like message aside, it's just entertaining. Right. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of humor. It's a lot of we get a lot of Hulk, it, and it's just and listen, it's good. Every like so many um so many of the toxic trolling people online are dwelling on the quote unquote message more than the show does. Yeah. I yeah. think and I think that's what annoys me so much about the response to it is you are making an absolute mountain out of barely even a molehill yep. of yeah. the message. Like the show's not dwelling on the message. You're just giving us some backstory. This is literally all it was. So Let's I would, just move forward with it. I would say this. Go watch the show. If you love it, keep watching it. If you don't, it's all good in the hood. But most importantly... Don't be a jerk about it. Don't be a jerk yeah, about let's, it. I mean, and my let's, mom... Let's like, just be better human beings. My <laughs> mom taught me growing up, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Don't post it to Facebook. So if you don't have anything nice to comment, just don't comment. You should say it to your brother, too. Probably. He grew up to be a professional wrestler that talks trash in the microphone. Yeah, that's all he ever does. Mm. So, with that being said. Real 50-50 thing. Kind of like the whole, uh, uh, I, I don't remember, the Targaryens, the, the coin flip thing. Yeah. yeah. Dude. I'm trying to bring it back around full circle. I've not watched the show. <laughs> <laughs> right. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for some Baca Cup. It gets loud right here. Yep. You know, I'll, I'll rework that at some point to make it a little bit more headphone friendly. And I will at some point add that to the board so I don't have to do whatever that was that I just did. Who uh, wants to kick it off? Joe, you kick it off because yeah, uh, we yeah, did last I time. I kicked this one off. We got a few minutes. This should be really quick. Uh, this is pretty dumb. So uh, I'm excited. Uh, would you rather fight one 10 foot lion or three three foot lions? Hmm. I'm assuming one we mean, ten foot line, one hundred percent. I'm assuming we mean like size and not that they have ten feet. Yeah, because that would be a ten footed line. Yeah, yeah, because then three three foot lines would be crippled. I mean, that'd be much easier. I would, would rather fight them. if it's if that's the case. I'll I'll take the three three footed line. Yes, right. But if, if we're talking size, size definitely take definitely the one, one ten, ten foot, foot line. line. <sighs> Hoping that he might be slower because he's bigger. I think I'm I dying. I can outmaneuver a 10-foot lion. I don't. I think I'm dying either way. But if we're talking like bare hands, I'm losing either fight. If I can have like yeah. some sort of something to go in there with, yeah. I just have to take out one leg of the 10-foot lion and it's kind of screwed. Well, here's the thing. It's like I think I go the opposite way, and I would rather take the three-foot lines, the three three-foot line. Because if I think of like what animals are 10, 10 feet tall, it's like a polar bear is 10 feet tall. 
Mm. I would get screwed over by a polar bear. But if I think of something that's like three foot tall, that's like what? Like a, a big dog? Like I could think I think I could take on three big okay, dogs but here's as the compared problem. to a one. A polar bear Excuse can be polar ten bear. feet like standing up on its hind legs. Right. Because it has that like, you know, versatility of how it can move. I'm picturing like a ten foot lion being like they're standing and they're all the way like up ten feet. That's terrifying. But that means I'm under it ninety five percent of the time. I can just hide underneath it. That's terrifying. But I have such an advantage there. Again, I think I'm dying either way. I think three three-foot lions could, like, pack tactics me and take me out easier than one ten-foot lion that I could, like, you know, like, do, like, the mouse and a cat thing and just, like, hide underneath its legs. Yeah, but imagine a lion who's, like, okay, it, I guess it depends on how we're defining height here. Because is it, is it like, shoulder height is ten-foot or, that's like, what, that's, head that's height? That's what I was, like, so sh- imagine even somebody shoulder head, whose though. shoulder height is the size of this, like, the ceiling in this room. Yeah, exactly. That's and terrifying. But that's less scary because, again, I can just go underneath it. You're six foot tall. You're 5'11". You're six foot tall. So, like, there's a lot of room here is what I'm saying. Not for a body, though. That's <laughs> terrifying. There's also a ceiling fan right there. There's a ceiling fan. So, 10 foot, 10 foot. And I that. say three, three foot. Mm, I like it. What you got there, My Jackie? turn. <laughs> that was a stupid question. I loved it, though. Adamantium. Versus vibranium, <laughs> as seen in the MCU slash Fox. Okay. Oh, okay. Slash Fox. I was like, well, then right because vibranium ones because we've not seen adamantium. Technically, um, yeah. Technically, adamantium in comic book, like if you're talking about like um, Wolverine, his claws, his claws are made of a proto adamantium, which right. is vibranium and adamantium mix, which is supposed to be even stronger. But as they are together, Joe, what do you think? My, so I'll say this. My initial gut reaction would have been adamantium. Adamantium. <laughs> you sound like Nemo. Anemone. We get one or the other or what's stronger? What's the question? Well, I guess one, uh, what's stronger? What it says versus, oh, I'm assuming like, it means like. What's stronger? Okay. That's what I was like. What are you talking about? I thought, like, you, meant like, I thought you meant like we get one or we get the other. Oh, I'm, so, I'm with you. I'm sorry. with you. Misunderstood the question. Hmm. I don't know. I think, I think I'm team adamantium. I must say, I think it's got to be adamantium because cap shield breaks. Yep. And yeah. In canon, as far as the fox, the only time that adamantium is ever broken is with heated adamantium. If you the the Wolverine mm-hmm. when it goes to Japan, um, that's the so I think adamantium is meant to. Like, be the foil almost to vibranium. Like it is supposed to be the strongest material. Like it is written to be the strongest. It's the same thing as like, yeah, Superman is written to be the unbeatable character. Right. He's not supposed to have anybody that can beat him. I think Adamantium's kind of the same way. It's like it is written to be indestructible. No, right. that's, that's well said. Well said. Yeah, same. Same. Yep. Cause I think I've I think I've seen images where in comics, and I know we're talking MCU versus yeah. Fox, but it's kind of hard to do those two because we've not seen them cross yet. And I'm imagining they're going to lean more towards the comics adamantium versus vibranium here. They'd have to make a new adamantium. Do they? Yeah, because so like Wolverine, his his adamantium skeleton is proto-adamantium. Oh, okay, absolutely. Which is a mix between the two. But in the comics, I'm pretty sure I've seen stills where Wolverine's claws have damaged Captain America's shield. At least scratch the paint job. 
Right. Like at least scratch it. So by scratching it, it did something to it without scratching the adamantium. So I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying adamantium moving on, uh, <laughs> fix justice league, give them actual intro stories. So people know what they're watching. Yeah. Just marvel yeah. it. Just and quick. turn up the brightness just a little bit. Yeah. Please. I mean, just, I'm, I mean, just don't, don't try to be different. Just give us, give us some, some solo. Give videos. us Marvel movies. What made the Snyder DC cut characters. What made the Snyder cut so good is that it made the flash important to that movie. And it made, uh, what's his face? That, that good. Crap. Yeah. Cyborg. Cyborg. It gave Cyborg a story. It made yeah. him important to that, to that movie. Yeah, it's like you can't intro two very important characters to the storyline without making them also important. Yes. It's like you introed Cyborg in this movie, and he's one of the most important characters to the storyline, and you don't know who he is. And it was different than, like, I was, it's different than like when they brought in Black Panther for for Civil War, because right? Because that wasn't his like that wasn't a like purpose. a culmination. Yeah, he served. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I have a great way to fix Justice League. Um, take take your mouse and highlight the MP4 file, and then drag it over to the trash, and then click empty trash can, and then actually develop your universe. Yeah, don't try to just jump straight into a. Yeah, and I think this is what fresh because half baked. And it's okay, Avengers by the way, movie. when you're doing these individual movies, you can still absolutely like crossover. You can still have other characters yeah. show up. It's fine. And it's so annoying because DC has <clears throat> always had full range to use all of their characters. Yeah. Unlike Marvel. Marvel built the MCU with mm-hmm. what they had. With what they had yeah. left. Like yeah. DC has all of their characters. Marvel's been you working have- around not having three of their biggest properties in Spider-Man, the Fantastic Four, and the X-Men. They're yes. literally called the Holy Trinity of, of superheroes. Yeah. And you've had full access to them. Right. And you still drop the ball. And, like, yeah, the, I have a lot of thoughts on the Justice League and how to make it better. Because I think, I think the difference between DC and Marvel is great. Because Marvel, you have normal people who want to be superheroes. Right. In DC, you have superheroes who also want to be normal people. Right. So I think they're a really cool mirror of each other. Just lean into those differences and make good movies before you try to do a big old collab. Right. Now, you know how you fix it? Give Kevin Feige all the money. All of it. All of the all dollars. All or at least dough. just take Zack Snyder out of the equation and anybody from Warner Brothers. The Snyder Cut is the good, is the better version of the yeah. Justice League. And it's true. still terrible. And it's, like, still, it's terrible. still not good. What is going on tonight? What are you doing, my God? Oh, my God. Good thing this is episode one. Oh, wait. It's not. There's <laughs> 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 a little sneak of the last one there. This is where you talk. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode of 1900 Nerdy Talk. Y'all remember how good last week's episode was? So good. <laughs> this is not this is not the one to follow up with. Make sure you tune in next week as the boys talk all of your dirtiest, nerdiest needs on 1900 Nerdy Talk. Hey. Bow, bow, bow. Thank you for making it all the way to the end of the episode. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you click the review button down below and leave us five stars and leave a nice little comment. Let us know what you want us to talk about on future episodes of 1900 Nerdy Talk. Piano solo.
Sorry. A little behind the scenes. We've had that button there for a long time. It's not like we just got it today. We've known that that button was there. Yeah, I just never used it. Just never used it. Check out the bonus episode. Bye. Are we doing the bonus?